at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Welcome to this week's week's podcast, folks. Um... Today's topic is going to be a little gruesome. I thought I'd keep with the theme for this month, Halloween, um, and talk about a virus that some may know. Um, It was covered in the news a few years back. I mean, it's quite the sensation. I'm talking about the Ebola virus today. If you don't feel up to hearing um, some details regarding, you know, the symptoms of Ebola, then I would, you know, perhaps save this episode for a later time as things will get slightly graphic, although I'll try to keep that to a minimum. So let's go ahead and talk about Ebola virus. Um, As I mentioned, it um, really, really came, became a frontline issue few years ago, uh, the years 2013 through 2016, there was a major Ebola outbreak starting in Africa, uh, the West Africa region, um, which actually spread through several countries, including the United States. Um, At that time, just as a personal antidote, I was working in the medical field, and we did have to screen every single patient that came through the door for Ebola virus. Um, actually, it's similar to the questions we they are now asking for COVID-19. You know, do you have a fever? Have you been tested? Um, have you traveled within the last certain amount of days? Where have you traveled? That sort of thing. Um, and it was it was quite the thing. Um, and it, like like I said, it lasted for quite a while. So um, I thought it would be interesting to you know, dig into this virus, see what it actually does and where we are as far as, you know, a cure or treatment, that sort of thing. So let's get started. So the Ebola virus was discovered along the Ebola River. That's where um, it it gets its name um, in what is now the Democratic Republic of the Congo. 
Since its discovery in 1976, there have been periodic outbreaks of Ebola, primarily in Africa. Again, there have been um, outbreaks in other countries as well. The largest right now being the 2013 to 2016 outbreak, um, as I mentioned before. So Ebola virus actually refers to a group of viruses, four of which are known to cause illness in humans. So there, it's a group of viruses, and but only four of those are actually dangerous to us. Um, so here are the, the names of the four that are actually dangerous to us. Ebola, Sudan, Thai forest, and Bundabungyo virus as well. I hope I did not butcher that too badly. So those are the three that are the virulent, dangerous ones to the human race. Um, so also, although scientists do not know exactly where the Ebola virus came from, they know that it is spread by contact with the blood, fluid, or tissues of an infected animal, such as pigs, bats, or monkeys. Um, bodily waste from these animals are also contagious. Um, <clears throat> humans can also transmit the virus through these means. So basically, if somebody has the virus and you come in contact with their blood um, or like their mucus, um, then you have a chance of getting the virus as well. Um, <clears throat> And it is known that the virus can be transmitted through sexual contact with an infected individual as well. Um, Ebola can live on surfaces such as doorknobs and tables for several hours. So again, it, it can live on surfaces. So, um, you know, it's, it's pretty common in that way and that a lot of viruses can live for a certain period of time on a table or a door or, you know, any, any surface you would commonly touch during the day. So what are some of the symptoms of Ebola? So the symptoms of Ebola, and right now I'm actually going to talk to you a little bit about Marburg virus, which is they're in the same class as Ebola, and Ebola and Marburg are closely related. So the this, this symptoms actually apply to both, so I thought I'd mention that. Um, symptoms of Ebola and Marburg usually show up suddenly about 8 to 10 days on average after infection. Some people say that symptom, you know, the the symptoms can show up two days, anything from two days after infection to 21 days after infection, um, eight to 10 is the average. Um, symptoms of this infection include fever, severe headache, joint and muscle aches, chills, weakness. Those are the main ones that you start out with. As the virus progresses, more symptoms may become apparent and others may worsen. More symptoms include nausea and vomiting, diarrhea, which you may have blood in your stool with the diarrhea, red eyes, raised rash, chest pain and cough, 
sore throat, stomach pain, severe weight loss, bruising, and bleeding. And we'll talk about the bleeding, which is pretty much what Ebola is known for in just a moment. Right now, I'm going to take a small break so we can find out what NHEG is up to these days. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Today we're talking about the Ebola virus, um, you know, what it does, where it came from, that sort of thing. If you missed the first segment, I just talked briefly about where the Ebola virus came from, some of the symptoms, and, uh, you know, we're going into now more symptoms and possible treatment. Um, one of the most, I'll use the word famous, maybe most well-known symptoms of Ebola virus. It's the one that actually shows up um, most when you talk about Ebola. Also, if, you know, Hollywood likes to sensationalize this aspect of it as well. Um, bleeding. So you do bleed usually from the eyes, and when close to death, possible bleeding from the ears, nose, and rectum. Um, this is because the mucous membranes in your body are breaking down and basically letting blood out. Um, you can also have internal bleeding at this point as well. Um, so for most people, contracting Ebola or Marburg is rare. Um, Here's some circumstances that you may contract those viruses in. Um, again, it's rare. It depends a lot on where you go. Um, so you may contract the viruses if you travel to Africa, to regions where known outbreaks are have occurred or are occurring. Um, you are a scientific researcher. So this one was interesting to me. I did not realize this when I was doing my research. Scientists studying Ebola have been known to become infected with the virus due to handling infected animals. So say you're dissecting a bat that you know has Ebola. Despite your protections and cautions, you may infect, you may actually get the infection itself. Um, so that's, that's interesting to note. Um, a lot of people don't talk about that portion of it, that researchers can become infected themselves. Um, here's another reason you might become infected. You, pro you provide care for a person infected with Ebola. So family members can become infected if they are caring for a loved one who has it. Um, healthcare workers must wear protective equipment 
which covers the entire body head to toe when treating an Ebola victim. Um, <clears throat> also, you can get it if you are preparing the dead for burial. Um, Ebola lasts in the body for quite a while. So if sadly someone has passed away from this disease, um, the people who are preparing the body for burial um, for the funeral sometimes can contract Ebola from um, the, the person who passed. Um, and again, Ebola is still active even after death. So I would be careful and cautious regarding that if you ever come across that, which hopefully none of us do. So what are some complications from Ebola virus and Marburg viruses? Um, multiple organ failure, severe bleeding. We talked about that um, a few seconds ago. Jaundice, delirium, seizures, coma, and shock. So basically you've got um, some pretty severe consequences um, on top of just getting the Ebola virus itself. Um, it can cause any number of the symptoms that I listed and it's not necessarily a trait of the actual virus itself, but because your body is just overwhelmed, um, it may actually go into shock or something like that. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take another quick break so we can hear from our sponsor, Silicon Valley High School. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. My name is Erica Hansen. I am your host. Today we're talking about Ebola virus. And um, if you missed the earlier parts of the show, we went over the origin of the virus or what we think the origin is and um, where it was found. Also, some of the symptoms and how it affects the body. So I encourage you, we will be posting this to the NHEG website later. If you miss those sections, please go back, take a listen. It will um, provide some context for things that I'm going to say next. So one reason these viruses, I'm talking about Ebola and Marburg, since they are very closely related, are so deadly is because they attack a person's immune system and block it from defending the person from infectious illness. So basically its target, its goal, is the immune system itself. And so a person has a lowered immune response for the virus, um, actually pretty much for everything, once the immune system is damaged. And the virus can pretty much do what it wants because there isn't your immune system isn't strong enough to fend it off. Um, scientists still do not know why some people survive and others don't. Um, 
So it is good to note, though, that, however, that the CDC has approved a vaccine for Ebola, which I did not know. This is very interesting. So the CDC has approved a vaccine for Ebola, which is really good news. Um, I'm really pleased to hear that. So if you do survive the virus, here's a few, here are a few things that um, you may experience after recovery. Um, Ebola hangs around um, in that the virus may not be in your system any longer, but its effects are can be long-term and cause issues in the future. Um, in fact, that's something that scientists are finding about COVID-19 as well as that people who recover from COVID um, may have um, issues in the future. Um, so Ebola also has these future problems associated with it. Um, so for those that survive the, um, the diseases, which is also Marburg, um, this applies to Marburg as well, recovery is slow. Um, both of these viruses may remain in the body for weeks, and it may take months to recover lost strength and weight. Um, even when people do recover, um, they may experience further symptoms. Um, I've heard again a few months to recover from this, up to a year. It takes a long time to recover from these viruses. So a few complications that you may see with Ebola once you've recovered. So sensory changes, um, liver inflammation, uh, which, which is hepatitis, um, weakness, continued weakness, fatigue, headaches, eye inflammation, and testicular inflammation. So, of course, the eye inflammation would, would have to do with the fact that, you know, your mucous membranes in, in the eye have been damaged and you've been uh, hemorrhaging from the eyes. And so when they um, heal, there's still some eye inflammation left. So as mentioned, good news, uh, CDC has created a vaccine for Ebola, which has been proven to be affected, effective against the virus. Um, this virus is delivered, oh, this, <laughs> this vaccine, excuse me, this vaccine is delivered in one dose. Our research on these viruses is ongoing. My understanding as well is that the Democratic Republic of the Congo also has a virus out there, uh, a vaccine, excuse me. Um, the Congo has a vaccine out there, but that takes um, two doses um, spaced out um, within 56 days of each other. So the vaccine we have from the CDC is only one dose, um, which again is great news. <laughs> so um, it's always good to know that you, you know, don't have to go through a big, large um, system to get the to get the vaccine. And it's just real quick one dose. So I'm going to take another quick break before we continue. And I will be back with you at the end of the break and we'll continue our discussion about Ebola virus. See you at the end of the break. Hello. 
Hello, listeners. If you're enjoying the New Heights show on education and want to support or donate to our organization, please visit www.newheightseducation.org. And while you're there, check out our online store at new-heights-educational-group.myshopify.com. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. This is our episode on the Ebola virus. Um, I am doing a series of bacteria and viruses, kind of, you know, a virus versus bacteria um, overview, which ones are viruses and which ones are bacteria. Um, today's topic is Ebola. I thought it would be appropriate, kind of, because it's a you know, this month is Halloween, and um, Ebola is a fairly well-known virus, and it can be quite, um, uh, the symptoms can be quite obvious and, um, frankly, gory, so I thought it might be appropriate for Halloween month. Again, if you are squeamish about such things, I would avoid this episode, maybe try it at a later time. But if you've been with me thus far, um, we've gone through some of the symptoms and a little bit of the recovery issues. Um, I also wanted to add in there that as you're recovering from Ebola, you may experience hair loss as well. I missed that symptom um, when I was going through what um, what the post-recovery symptoms were. So let's finish this up here. So um, let's take a look here. So, okay. So as I mentioned, the CDC does in fact have a, have a vaccine for this. Um, outbreaks do continue to happen especially in the West African region. Um, I've been looking. It doesn't seem that we have had a large outbreak since 2016 as far as that one is concerned. Um, that one was very deadly, and it was it touched a lot of countries, not just those in the African um, Sudan region. Um, but there hasn't been an outbreak like that since 2016, um, there have been outbreaks, uh, in general, localized outbreaks, um, still, again, Africa uh, and um, other neighboring countries. So, <clears throat> again, Ebola is rare, believe it or not. Um, basically, if you come in contact with an infected animal, that's how you can contract the virus. Um, it is rare, of course, and in the United States, um, except for the situation we had in 2016. And even in, even then, we didn't have, you know, many, many Ebola cases. It was enough to be concerned about, but it was certainly not something um, as large of an issue as the Sudan or Africa 
was dealing with at the time. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know what the future treatments for Ebola are um, going to be. Right now, there is no cure. Again, there's a vaccine out there. Um, my understanding is that when somebody does get the virus, basically the focus, focus treatment is um, supportive care. Make sure the person has fluids. Um, make sure, you know, they can get food into them. Um, you know, um, basically just helping maintain the body, the blood pressure, um, until the patient can recover. Um, so there's no, there's no bullet for this one, guys. Um, you know, I, but again, it is, it is still rare. Um, and research is ongoing for this virus um, to see what more we can do to stop it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will be continuing with my virus versus bacteria series. Um, if you're interested, go back to last week's episode. I started with E. coli, which is a bacteria. If you missed that episode, I highly suggest you go ahead and take a listen. Um, once again, this, episode, this uh, podcast airs on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, uh, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am on Zoom. Zoom, if you'd like to join me, please call 1-646-558-8656. That is a United States number through New York, so your long-distance um, charges may apply. Our meeting ID for Zoom is 465-172-882. I look forward to next week's podcast and, you know, talking with you all, chatting. If you have a particular topic you'd like me to cover, by all means, contact me. I have an email address at New Heights, and it is um, Erica H, Erica with a K, at newheightseducation.org. I'm always happy to receive emails. Again, if you have any thoughts, any ideas, or things you want me to cover in future podcasts, send them my way. I'd be glad to look into them. I hope everyone has a wonderful Halloween. Um, I know it's difficult with COVID the way it is right now, but again, stay safe. Um, celebrate however you can, and we'll all get through this together. Have a great week, folks. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.